This podcast is designed to help you grow your business by shifting your mindset, making real money, and building an amazing community. All while living your dream life and avoiding burnout. Yes, you can have it all and help dogs and their people. Artlist.io. Back in the day when I worked for a corporation, I was an administrative assistant, and I loved that job. It was a great job, and it taught me a ton about running a business without me even realizing that. But one of the things that's very different today than it is when you work for someone else or work for a corporation is that when you clock out, you're done. You're done for the day. And as a dog trainer in business, you may feel like you are never done. There is always something to do or always something you want to do. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the risks as well as some tips around you feeling like you are never done. I like to think of the business as its own living entity. I mean, it has its own legal name. Uh, My has its own facility, so it actually has its own rent and its own caretakers, and so it can need a lot of attention, and when you think about your business, you got into it because you love what you do. You want to help dogs, and you want to help the people that care for those dogs, but it can get really dangerous if you never have healthy boundaries around your business and that you don't have clear policies and clear times off because that business can drive you insane. It can make you exhausted. It can burn you out because it's always going to need something. And you may be someone who always has an idea or always has something that you want to implement in your business. And so therefore, you cannot stop yourself from working. Raising my hand right now, I definitely am someone who enjoys work. I enjoy my business. I enjoy what we do for others. And I always have ideas going. But I have to force myself to stop the work in order to have rest and recovery, which is necessary for most beings. We all have a different level. So if you have great boundaries around your work and your business, I applaud you. And I would love to hear your tips and ideas around this topic because many of us struggle with it. I know I do. And that's why we're talking about this today. It's because I always feel like it's never done and that I could work from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed and still have more to do. When we worked for corporate, we could just shut off our computer or for whatever business we worked for before, if it wasn't our own, and just walk away. And we wouldn't worry about people emailing us potentially or phone calls coming in because it wasn't our responsibility after the clock. So my first tip for you is to set a schedule. Now, I like to coach people to have a dream schedule. We'll talk a little bit about that here because I think it's valuable to have a dream schedule even if you can't live it today. So a dream schedule is something that you write out and it can change if you'd like it to or it can be the same thing each day, but you write out 
what you're going to be doing in general. It doesn't have to be minute by minute. That doesn't work for me personally. But you can get out a calendar with the time slots next to it and write out when you're waking up, you know, when you're maybe going out on a walk, when you're starting work, when you're stopping work, and maybe even what services you're offering. Now, your dream schedule should literally be dreamy. It should be you look forward to living that schedule each day or whatever day that schedule happens. Now, there are times it's not going to work, but you really want to make it something that you would enjoy. And you can tinker with it as you go. Mine has changed so many times and I'm evolving myself. So that means my dream schedule is going to evolve as well. So you'd write that out. You'd block out these are the times I'm taking appointments or teaching classes. These are the days I'm not. And that really helps you have better boundaries for yourself, which honestly I think is the biggest culprit for you (laughs) and myself. But also you can set those boundaries with others. So let's say on Wednesdays you don't typically take appointments and somebody says, hey, is there any way that you can work with me at one o'clock on Wednesday next week? Your answer can easily be no. I don't take appointments on Wednesday. And then you can easily look at your schedule and see when the next available is. Do not feel that you need to bend your rules for anyone in order to fit them in your schedule. Of course, there are always exceptions and it's just about being intentional. And I'll talk a lot about intention throughout these episodes to say, okay, Yeah, that makes sense. I might do one Wednesday because I'm going to take a Tuesday off another week and that would balance out my schedule. But it should be something you don't feel pressure to do to please someone else or to make the money or whatever the reasoning is that you normally get yourself in trouble opening up another slot on your schedule. Really stick to it because the more often that you don't stick to it, the more likely you are going to feel like the work is never done and you're burnt out. So have a dream schedule, have healthy boundaries around your schedule. And if you're going to change your schedule, just be intentional about it because it's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. And there are definitely times that I work seven days a week. And then another week I maybe work two or three days because I need that balance and that regulation. Your business needs to be nurtured daily. And what I mean by that is there's social media to post. Maybe there's bills to pay. If you have a team, you need to coach people and communicate with people. You need to head to the bank. You need to do all these different things to keep your business thriving and sustainable for the long term. You can't just turn it on and turn it off. A healthy business needs regular nurturing. Now, some of this nurturing, you could actually schedule ahead of time. You could have bill pay. You could have somebody else on your team or another person do certain things so that it's not always you. In a separate episode, we'll definitely talk about building a team and what that can look like. Some people are very scared about having a team or having other people do things. In all honesty, it can free you up and they can do it better than you in a lot of circumstances. So finding ways to nurture your business without having to do it seven days a week is really important. Look for the pitfalls. Look for things that maybe 
creep in and then you all of a sudden have to do a bunch of stuff. Or maybe someone on your team is constantly having little fire drills. You can say, hey, this isn't working for me and this is what we need to do going forward so that we don't have this situation come up again. Your drive to help others is endless. I know it. None of us hopefully, got into owning a dog training business because we hate the work. Many of us get into the business side of being a dog trainer because there was a need, because you didn't want to work for someone else or there wasn't someone else appropriate to work with. I think more often than not, most dog trainers go into business because they don't want to work for someone else. There are so many dog trainers out there that are independent. They are solopreneurs, and that's difficult. That can be very polarizing and lonely. And so when you think about you know, all the things you want to do in your business, it's just you, and that's really hard to do all the things. It's not that you can't or shouldn't do it. It all depends, but it's something to think about that you have all these people you want to help, but it's just you. So if you can create ways to take care of others in a way that doesn't make it just you, adding a team, having some free resources on YouTube or blogs, having online courses or ways people can access your information to help their situation in a way that's easy and it can be free, it can be something they spend money on, but it doesn't need to be you all the time. And with that, I would say pace yourself. You don't have to do it all right now. Hmm. I should be saying that to myself. And anything I tell you, I am also saying to myself like a boomerang. It's really important that you don't try to do it all and all right now. It can feel uh, exciting to get things done. It can be pressure to get things done. But you're right where you need to be. You don't need to necessarily get it all done right now. You can have a master list of all the things you want to do and then give yourself some due dates around that. Maybe it's so many things a quarter you want to get done. You don't have to try to squeeze it all in, whether you've been in business a long time or you're just starting out. The best advice is just to pace yourself and then prioritize based on what's nagging at you the most and what do you think can be the most helpful to those that you serve. Your ideas are abundant. <laughs> I know that for a fact. I get to talk to you often and you all share so many great ideas that you have, ways that you want to grow your business, ways you want to help people. And I love it. It's so great. But these ideas would be better in a journal to start. And then you can kind of think about them more in terms of what do I really want to do? Like what would move my business forward? What would really help my ideal client? And by having a place to put those ideas, they won't just be rolling around in your head and keeping you up at night. If you can either take a portion of a journal or have its own special magical journal. I know you love journals. I also love journals. You can put all your ideas in one place. And then when you're ready for a fresh idea and you have space to do the thing, then you can pull that idea and work on it. There are more and more people and dogs who need your help. I get it. It's difficult to think about the people who aren't getting your help or that are on a wait list. It may be necessary for you to share those people with other 
awesome trainers in your area if that's even possible. If not, I'm going to go back to the ideas list and the endless people that need help to say, is there a way to help them until you can get to them with some free resources or an online course? Even something small can help people in a big way. You are never going to be able to help everyone. I wish. I wish that was the case. And not everyone is the right fit for you. Not everybody's your ideal client. And maybe you know that already or you know that intellectually, but emotionally you want to help more and more and more. And that's great. But at the same time, you need to take care of yourself because if you don't, you won't be able to help anyone. And that's part of this never feeling done is that if you don't feel some sort of satisfaction or completion, then you are going to burn out. And that is not okay. My mission is to avoid burnout and still have fun doing what we do, making a great living, and doing fun things along the way. So remember, you can't help everyone, but how can you help those that you really want to help in a way that doesn't cause you any extra stress? It can feel incredibly selfish to set healthy boundaries. Telling someone no feels icky. Telling someone you don't have availability or that you're not in a place to help them can be a big burden on us as loving dog trainers who want to do the right thing and help those people. But ultimately, if you say no to them, you're actually saying yes to yourself in taking care of yourself and really serving those that you really want to take care of, whether it's your family, your clients, your own animals. Somewhere there's got to be someone who hears the word no. And if it's someone who's great, they're going to receive it well. If not, they're going to be icky potentially, and I want to prepare you for that. That's 100% okay if someone does not receive your no. That means that they were not the right fit for you. Now, someone else might say, you're worth the wait. I'll wait. And if they're your ideal client, let them wait or give them some other resource until you can meet with them. I know you deal with maybe not just plain old dog training. (laughs) You know, you deal with behavior cases and sometimes that can feel really bad not getting to help people who have issues with their dogs that are behavior related. Some of these dogs have had these issues for a long time and we get all whipped up about it thinking, oh my gosh, you know, this poor dog and these poor people, but sometimes people wait until the last minute and then they want your help, right? They say, you're my only hope. You're the last hope for this dog. And that's a lot of pressure and it's not pressure you need to receive. So when you're being a little bit selfish with yourself, And saying no to someone else, you're saying yes to yourself or you're saying yes to an ideal client or a better project for you. So don't feel bad saying no and setting those healthy boundaries. You need to be really clear what those boundaries are. I would even say write them out. Print them somewhere. You can see them all the time if necessary at your desk, in your bathroom, because It may be very difficult for you to hold up those boundaries initially. I know it can be for me. I want to say yes all the time. And sometimes now I'm getting better at it and I'll say yes. And then I realize, ugh, it was a no. 
And so I may have to backtrack, which doesn't feel great, but it feels better than keeping the yes that I didn't really want to do. It can be something as easy as a lunch date. I could say yes, because it sounds fun and interesting to have a lunch date with this person. But then I realize, well, then that'll take me away from someone else that I really want to spend time with. And then I have to go back to the person and say, I've changed my mind. This isn't a fit for me, even just for a lunch date. Your time, your energy is valuable and it's sacred. And so you should be okay setting those boundaries. I also want to address that when your work is never done, you might not allow yourself real time off, meaning not a dog trial, um, not, you know, just taking time off and working on the computer. I mean, like real time off, like a full day a week, a vacation. And the best way that you can do this, and it can be a practice, it can be a struggle. You are a unique individual, so you need to tackle it the best way for you is to schedule it ahead of time. I personally like to schedule my vacations almost a year in advance. I put it on the calendar as if it's going to happen. It can move around if necessary. I have a general idea of when I want to be off and what I want to do with it. Sometimes it's just a staycation, meaning we're going to hang around the house. We're not going to worry about work. Someone's responsible for all of the stuff I normally do. And we're just going to like go to local shops and things like that. Other times it's bigger. I want to go to Disney and I want to go to Florida and I want to eat there and do those things. Then I'm going to plan it, but I'm going to schedule it months in advance. And I won't let other things get in the way if I can avoid it. So I'd encourage you to do the same is really plan ahead of time and then be really strict and say no. And I know the person who hears no the least is probably you because you'd let yourself say yes all the time. And that's not horrible, but you do need to be able to have this lovely time off. Even if you're still doing dog things, just be aware of what fills you up and helps you feel like you are accomplishing things by having the availability to be off and do other things that maybe aren't work-related. All right, I've talked your ear off long enough. I'd love to know some of the things that you are going to implement when it comes to that feeling of you're never done. Like, how can you feel done? How can you take a break to preserve yourself and keep going in this business that you love, that you are going to avoid burnout and just enjoy the work that you do. I also want to invite you to my free women's group on Facebook. It's called Women Supporting Women in the Pet Industry. There are a ton of dog trainers and other professionals in this group that are available to support you and to support each other. I show up in this group free of charge to share my insights and my thoughts regarding dog training businesses and there to answer any questions you have as well. So I look forward to seeing you in that group if you're not there already.